ACASTCAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Grand Lighthouse Coffee. Grand Lighthouse Coffee is an e-commerce business that sells certified organic fair trade coffee, either whole bean or grinded. Chemicals do not touch the beans and the farmers who grow the green coffee are paid and treated fairly. Coffee beans are made to order so you will get freshly roasted beans no later than seven days after being roasted. Grand Lighthouse also provides memberships for families and businesses depending on how much coffee you purchase per month. For more information and updates, Follow, like them on Instagram, Facebook at Grand Lighthouse Coffee or visit their website at GrandLighthouseCoffee.com and don't forget to use your promo code EastWest to get 10% off. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Grand Leyenda Tequila. This tequila knows there's no substitute for a great taste. This award-winning and organic tequila is handcrafted and comes in four different flavors. Grand Leyenda takes great pride introducing the world to organic tequilas that do not compromise quality. To learn more, visit GrandLeyendaTequila.com. Grand Leyenda, the official tequila of the East-West Football Podcast. Must be 21 and older to enjoy. Please drink responsibly. Scouts overlied on heavily when evaluating talent. Teams should be drafting for the future and not just immediate needs. It all starts with the quarterback position. Thank you for listening to the East-West Football Podcast with Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitley, and now here is your host, Fidel Barraza. Twenty percent slower is where you get the best of both worlds, in my opinion, Trent. Right between. Thanks First and goal. Booker will take it in for the touchdown. Gene, thank you, and they say thank you to Booker, who thanks his offensive line. Seven-yard touchdown run. Third rushing touchdown today for the Raiders. Pretty good run in this area over the past couple of decades. Now the pass goes to Myers, and it's behind the line of scrimmage, and he's going to throw a high school quarterback. He was, and Burkhead will make the catch in the end zone. Shotgun. Murray. 
out of the pocket. Seven seconds. Six seconds. Murray heaves it downfield. It is. Oh, it's caught. It is caught. DeAndre Hopkins. Miraculous. It's Murray magic. Thank you for listening to the East West Football Podcast. Jerry, Kendall, what's going on, guys? Hey, I'm doing all right, man. This season is get, starting to get away from us, man. It's, it's like we were just at week four, and now we're at week 11. I mean, it's, it's been wild, man. The only thing I hate about football, about the NFL season, it's so short. It's so like you blank your eyes, it's over with. I mean, NFL, come on, look out and add two more games. <laughs> well said, Kendall. I mean, what can I add to that? But – Super excited about today's guest. Yes, and later on the show, we will have Marcus Grant from the NFL Network. Uh, he's on the show, NFL Fantasy Live. But all right, let's get started. Uh, busy, Another busy weekend in the NFL. So let's recap week 10. Let me get your guys' thoughts on that. Oh, man, week 10, we had a few big name teams that was coming off a bye. I mean, that was that were on a bye this week. So there was a few big games. I mean, starting out with, um, look what, look, I was about to say the pages, but look what Tampa Bay did rebounding in Carolina, that terrible defense. Don't read too much into what uh, Tom Brady did to that defense. That defense is awful. So don't read don't read too much into that. But, um, oh, man, it, it was a great day. Look at what happened uh, in, the, in the late games, the Bills, the Bills and the Cardinals. Look at it, the DeAndre Hopkins catch, catch of the year, probably the play of the year. So, I mean, it was some very nice games. And then we can't forget about Sunday night football, there was a good – the New England Patriots shot the world. He's a couple of my buddies are here, picked the Ravens to win. and But I, I, I picked the Ravens to win too. I didn't, I didn't think I didn't think he was going to win it. But, hey, it was, a good, it was a good game. And rain or no rain, the Patriots were a better team. I mean, over, overall, it, man, it's just crazy. You, it, sometimes you, you feel you have the lock, right, to win, to win that game, especially when it comes down to our pickups. And, I mean – you just get blindsided by some of these wins. You know, these these teams are just pulling off great wins. But, you know, some interesting storylines coming into this week. I mean, you got some you got some key players inj- injured. I mean, Drew Locke could miss. For sure, we know about Drew Brees missing. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're starting to really understand who are the contenders and pretenders. Yes, uh, New Orleans Saints quarterback Drew Brees suffered multiple rib fractures on both sides of his chest and a collapsed lung. And he had actually had the injury a, a week prior uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So now Jameis Winston will be the quarterback for the New Orleans Saints at least for the next three weeks. Now, we talked about this offline. Uh, I think this might be a blessing in disguise for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, before the season started, I said that Jameis was in a tremendous situation being and I think this offense is going to let him uh, create less turn, uh, turnovers. And what I mean by that is with the receivers that the Bucks had last year and Godwin and Evans, it was more down the field that he was throwing to. That's not the Saints offense. Uh, Saints offense is, you know, thrown to the running back and quick slant routes. So I think that is going to help out Jameis Winston. And again, I think this might be a blessing in disguise for the New Orleans Saints. I think, yeah, I think it will be pretty good. This Saints offense is hide the ball and get out quick. No, it's get it out quick. It's not no that you hold it like you did in Tampa with Bruce Arians and you know just no, um, biscuit. It ain't it ain't none of that with this offense here. It's get that ball, get that ball out quick, and you, and you know where you are going before 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 you hike it. So it's gonna be. I mean, Jameis, I watched that game against Forty Nine. Now it got ugly at the end, but.
but he almost threw a couple of interceptions. Sean Payton's not gonna have the hit, but he put Taysom Hill in quick. So, but I think this is a great opportunity, just like Fidel said, it's a great opportunity, great opportunity for Jameis to showcase to the world, not even, not just the Saints, but to all other thirty-one teams that he possible can be a starter this year, the start of this league. He still can be a starter. So I think it's a great opportunity. They play the Falcons. The Falcons know a pretty, you know, they're a pretty okay team. You know, they they they've won like, what, like three straight. So they've had some time to prepare and whatnot. So it's going to be a, a pretty, I think it's going to be a pretty good game. Yeah, well said by both of y'all. Uh, I will say this. I mean, Jameis Winston has an arm. And Drew Brees, we, we could tell that he was mm-hmm. losing his arm. So we could see the little new wrinkles to that offense, especially, you know, yeah, we saw Jameson for, forcing that ball to Mike Evans uh, prior. And, I mean, the Saints have who? Michael Thomas. And he – I know he's coming back from injury, but I think that maybe this is going to be a different Saints team going forward. And we might be seeing, like I said, maybe some a little bit more uh, balls game thrown down the field. And the Falcons are coming off a bye, so they've had some extra time. I know they probably didn't know that James was going to be starting, but now they know they've had the still got the, they they're familiar with James. They played Tampa, they played in the same division, so they, they know what's back for James. Well, I mean, I think if you're Sean Payne and the New Orleans Saints, you have to put Jameis in a situation that's winnable, right? And what I mean by that is not letting him create those turnovers. So how do you stop that? Less balls thrown down the field. But I do understand what you're saying, Jerry, about maybe seeing a new wrinkle in the offense for the New Orleans Saints. But again, I think right now for the next three weeks, uh, at least, you know, Breeze might be uh, out longer. We don't know yet, right? So at least those weeks, play it safe, play it smart, and just let Jameis Play quarterback, but don't let him have too much uh, in that offense. Well, it did. It when when Drew Brees they go down last year, it let Teddy Bridgewater kind of research his career, and yep. we did see a different offense being called with Teddy Bridgewater. So hopefully, we could see the same success with Jameson Winston. I mean, he was picked number number one overall for a reason, and uh, I think that he has the key. I mean, he has key players across the board. A lot of pressure on that Saints defense. A lot. And, guys, I mean, Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, I mean, at one point Jameis went first, uh, you know, in that draft class, and now they're both backups. But we're going to see Jameis Winston this Sunday against the Atlanta Falcons. Also, hey, man, we can't leave out Kirk Cousins. Got his first win on Monday Night Football. Hey, and look, Minnesota is one of these teams that obviously they know, the, you know, the formula for success for them is running the football with Dalvin Cook. Now, we did see the Bears limit the run a little bit, but Kirk did, you know, helped out the offense and made some crucial throws to Adam Thielen. The the Vikings remind me, you remember, like, probably it's been some years. It's like um, the Phillip Rivers Chargers back in the day when they always start the season out slow, and then later on, remember, December, they get hot, and then don't nobody want to play them going to the playoff, not seeing the Vikings going to make the playoffs. But they're a team that could definitely, like, could mess up some teams' playoff hopes. No, they got some stars on that team. With um, you know, Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen, and oh my gosh, Justin Jefferson is a oh oh man, I, I'm running out of words, man. Another wide receiver the Patriots passed on by the way. I just want to throw that in there, but man, uh, every time I see a, a, a young wide receiver succeeding this league, I'm like, he could have been New England. He could have been New England. But hey, man, it's they got some stars on the team and they got some young talent for the future, man. And Adam Thielen, I think he's probably what about 30, 31 years old. He's not old. He's not too young. So they, they got some young talent. That defense is playing a lot better. It was the Bears' offense. I know that. But still, I mean, that, that, their team is playing really good. And, I mean, they might could possibly sneak in there. I mean, talk about a team getting hot at the right time. 
you know, we've seen it in we've seen it in the past, right? I mean, we've seen some teams that you know had rough starts, but end up you know with a Super Bowl at the end of the year because it got hot at the right time. I'm not predicting that for the Vikings, but they're definitely a good candidate to be a team to watch out for because, like we like both of you, you know, said they have great weapons all across the board. And I'll tell you this: the key to their success is Dalvin Cook running the ball. And wow, what an amazing catch by Adam Thielen, right? I mean, what can you say about that one-handed grab for the touchdown? If the playoffs did start today, though, they would be out as the Seattle Seahawks would be the seventh and final seed. But we did hear some speculation that there were games that were going to be uh, postponed, that they were going to add an additional playoff team to the to the equation. So, But if the playoffs were to start today, uh, Seattle Seahawks would be the seventh seed. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, the funniest thing looking at this is that the Bears are actually still ahead of the Vikings at five and five. And hey, one about a good month ago, we was st- talking about Seattle possibly going undefeated and being the one seed. Now they went from the one to positive the seven. Well, it's crazy, right? When you uh, when you start playing good NFL uh, offenses and that defense is just horrendous. Oh my god! They and got- and Jam- Jamal, I know Jamal Adams is just one person, but I mean, you, we thought as much as they gave up that he was going to make a big difference on that defense. It doesn't seem like it. And then, you know, you know, speaking of, you know, we were talking about Seattle maybe going undefeated. What Russell Wilson, I mean, everyone had claimed him the MVP a couple of weeks back. He's had some rough games. I mean, I don't think he's leading the pack anymore. I think it's Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is playing lights out. Patrick Mahomes. Uh, yeah, I, I like what Kyler's doing this year. And they have, you know, speaking of that, there's a huge Thursday night football matchup this week. Uh, Arizona Cardinals visit the Seattle Seahawks. So there's a three-way tie, I believe, for first place, if I'm not mistaken, at six and three. Should be a pretty good game. And rap sheet from the NFL Network broke this story earlier today on Twitter. Nearly the entire Raiders starting defense is going on the COVID-19 list because of high-risk close contacts. But all are eligible to play in the game if they continue to test negative. Now, obviously, the Raiders have a huge game this Sunday night against the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs are coming off a bye week. We know what Andy Reid does off a bye week. He just wins. I mean, plain and simple, right? And the Chiefs are looking to advance their only loss of the season um, against the Raiders. So, the good news is that these players might be able to play on Sunday. Bad news is they won't be able to practice. But, again, just trying to stay positive for the Raiders, right? So this is a team that they have played already this uh, early in the season. So, um, But still, it's not good when, you're, when your defense is not going to be able to practice and you got the Chiefs coming off the bye week. So, look, I don't a- anticipate the NFL moving this game from Sunday Night Football. I hope they don't because I think this is still going to be a great game. Um, especially if these players are going to be able to play. So uh, hopefully no more positive tests, and we'll have a great Sunday night football game against the Raiders and the Chiefs. And let's not forget, the Raiders are only two games out of first place, and if they would beat Kansas City on Sunday night, they would hold that tiebreaker. So, again, very big game for Vegas on Sunday night. Our guest tonight is a fantasy insider for the NFL Network, and you can watch him on NFL Fantasy Live. Marcus Grant, how are you doing, Marcus? I'm great, man. I appreciate you guys having me on the show. Yes. 
Hey, we appreciate your time. Big fans. Uh, you know, a little bit before we start recording, I had no idea you were from the 559. Uh, actually, I, well, I should clear. I, I'm not I actually grew up in the Bay Area in Northern California, but I did live in the 559 for a while. Mm -hmm. I, I uh, spent one year in Visalia. I was the radio voice of the well, then Visalia Oaks. I think they're the Rawhide now. Yes, they are. Uh, but I was I was their radio broadcaster for a season. Uh, and then I lived in Fresno for about five and a half years working in, in radio, doing play by play and hosting radio shows. So uh, I didn't grow up there, but I am I am well acquainted with the 559 at this point. The 559 route. That's awesome. <laughs> Let, let's talk some fantasy football. So uh, we're more than halfway through the NFL season. I just want to get your thoughts, your biggest surprise so far in fantasy this year. For me, I think it's, it's got to be James Robinson. Um, I mean, this is a guy who was an undrafted free agent. And coming into the year, we all sort of felt like it was going to be tough for rookies because it wasn't the normal year, right? You didn't have mini camps. You didn't have OTAs. You didn't have a traditional you know, preseason or training camp. And so you always know that the learning curve for rookies is a little bit longer than, than other players. And you felt like with them not getting as many reps that it was going to be hard. And so then compound that with being an undrafted free agent, right? Where you don't get the sort of you know, special treatment that you would, if you were say a first round pick, right? I mean, we knew Joe Burrow was going to start for the Bengals and we knew that he was going to get every opportunity to be great. Uh, you felt like an undrafted free agent was going to have an uphill battle just making the team, let alone starting. And things sort of worked out for Robinson, right? I mean, you had guys get hurt. You had guys go on the COVID list. And so the, the C's sort of, sort of parted, and he was able to jump in and become the starter in Jacksonville. Not only did he become the starter, he has, he has just killed the opportunity. I mean, you know, as we sit here and do this show, I think he is a I think he might be the running back number three in fantasy. He is certainly a top five running back without a doubt at this point. He's been amazing. The Jaguars have trusted him to, to carry the full workload there. And you just, you don't see that even in normal seasons, an undrafted rookie doing as well as he's did. So, so to see this in, in what has been just a weird year all around, uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm excited. It's, it's been fun to watch. And he, for real, is maybe the biggest surprise I've seen this year. Well, he's definitely helped out my team, and I'm still in the playoff <laughs> thing. All right. Uh, your biggest disappointment this year? I think for me, it's it's probably Kenyon Drake. And and this one, you, you want to talk about swings and misses when it comes to predictions. I I was, was a stand for Kenyon Drake like nobody. I waved the flag big time. I mean, I really thought after what we saw from him last year in Arizona – that he was set up to be a top 10 running back for sure. I mean, the, the fact that, that he was playing, you know, 80 to 85% of the snaps there in Arizona, he was getting carries, he was getting targets. Uh, you know, he had, he seemed to have freed himself of the Adam Gase curse uh, and was balling out there in, in Arizona. I thought for sure he was going to be that guy that you somehow got in the early second round and you would just be laughing at the rest of your league when, when you sat there with like a top three, top five running back on your roster. Uh, that has not been the case at all. Uh, you know, it, it was nice that he had a good game last week, but overall he's been an enormous disappointment to the point that we look at Chase Edmonds and we feel like, yeah, you know, I feel like he's been the better back in Arizona for most of this year. Um, you know, who knows? I mean, the season's not over. There's still a chance that, that Drake sort of resurrects himself the last few weeks of the season. But at least to this point, uh, that might be my biggest swing and a miss when it came to my preseason predictions. All right. Thank you, sir.
Marcus Grant, what's going on with you? I hope you're doing all right. Doing good, man. Hey, man, tell me about my buddy from the fantasy show, Adam Rank. Man, I love me some Adam Rank. Adam Rank, honestly, is one of the best people I know. Um, and it's funny. So I am, this for me is, wow, it is season number 10 at the NFL, which I, I never believed. This, honestly, this is the longest I've ever been at one job in my entire life. Um, <laughs> so... Um, this is, this is season number 10 for me. And, you know, I don't know how many people, you know, outside of, you know, maybe Los Angeles or Southern California know this, but Adam Rank uh, on the side is a stand-up comedian. Uh, He, he does gigs in and around Southern California all the time. And I will tell you that for 10 seasons now, I have been Adam Rank's unofficial joke tester. Uh, Whenever, whenever he is like working on a new bit or some new material, like, I feel like, uh, I probably hear it before most of the rest of the world, um, you know, probably because I'm, I'm sure at this point, his wife is probably tired of hearing him test <laughs> new material and that sort of thing. Um, but honestly, Adam Rank is really one of the best people I know. I mean, he, he's, he's a funny dude. He's one of the nicest guys you're ever going to meet. And uh, I mean, just really knowledgeable about, about football. I mean, you know, obviously his love is for the Chicago Bears. He doesn't, he doesn't hide that at all. Uh, but this is a dude who, who watches a ton of football, who knows a lot of football. Uh, he and I sort of joke about the fact that we both love Pac-12 after dark, uh, you know, that we'll sit and watch some of those, some of those Pac-12 games. So like if there's, if there's a Pac-12 guy, you know, offensively that maybe you don't necessarily know about, chances are Adam Rank has watched this dude because he's been up at like midnight or whatever, like, you know, watching Arizona State games or Utah games or what have you. Um, but it, it has really been a, a joy to watch him and, um, I told him before that, you know, I, look, I don't, I don't know how long I will be at the NFL. I don't know that this is going to be the last stop in my career, but I told him that he can't leave before I do, because I don't know that I'd want to come to work every day and not have Adam rank there next to me. So, um, th- that poor guy is stuck at the NFL as long as I am. So, uh, you know, sorry, sorry about your luck, rank. <laughs> yeah, that's a real good. And um, also, we just wrapped up our own fantasy show right before you, we brought you on the air. And I didn't get a chance to hop on because we was handling some business. But I want to ask you about, you know, I'm a Patriots fan. I want to ask you about Jacoby Myers. What's his outlook for this week and going forward? Uh, you know, this week, uh, actually, I think, I think he's got a pretty good outlook for this week because they're playing the Texans. And the Texans, the Texans defense is, is pretty terrible. Um, it's funny too, because last year, I think there were points in the season and certainly in the preseason last year, I remember us thinking Jacoby Myers is a guy who has a chance to maybe pop in this Patriots offense. And it it didn't happen for him last year. And I think we sort of forgot about it a little bit, but we've seen the last few weeks, how much the Patriots are relying on him and how much they, they believe in him. Um, and so I do think this week is a, is a good week for him. I think this is a week to get all your Patriots in. I mean, you know, Cam is going to be okay. Jacoby Myers should be fine. I mean, Demir Bird uh, has very quietly put together a kind of nice season there in New England as well. I mean, I've, I've been huge the last couple of weeks, uh, actually most of the season, but especially the last couple of weeks on Damian Harris. So I think this is a week where I know the Patriots offense has been a little bit uneven, but this feels like a get right week for a lot of folks out there. Yes, Thank you so much, Marcus Grant. That was, no that was terrific. No problem. Hey, Marcus, this is Jerry from Texas. Um, so funny story, real quick uh, to the uh, audience. I mean, he actually knows what part of Texas <laughs> I'm from. <laughs> so uh, for those that don't know, it's uh, uh, the South Texas area. But hey, Marcus, thank you so much for coming on the show. Big fan, as, uh, like like we all said earlier. Uh, let's, let's have a little bit of fun here. So uh, 
you know, I, I noticed one of the things about, about being, you know, just tuning into your show is just, you guys had this energy, just, it just contagious. It's just awesome. So let me ask you this. We're going to have a little fun. What is your pregame, you know, ritual? Um, it's probably less exciting than, than you'd like to imagine it being. Uh, I mean, literally, I, I you know, about an hour or so before, and I'll, I'll say this, this year obviously is different because yes. we're not in studio and we're at home, you know, and, and I, I sit here in, in the upstairs of my apartment and, and, and sort of work on stuff. And so about an hour before uh, they call us up on Skype, because we're using Skype and Zoom and stuff just like everybody else right now. Yeah. So about an hour before, uh, before they call us up on Skype, uh, I usually might go and grab myself a snack. Uh, I don't know, whatever it is, a sandwich or some pretzels. Um, and then I, I put a little, little, little bit of powder on my face. I, I have had to learn. I'll say this. This year, I have learned more about television production than I ever imagined I would have. And, <laughs> and I'll say this. I always had a great respect and appreciation for the stage crew. I mean, the folks who run the cameras and the lights and, and the folks who do the makeup and the wardrobe. I always, I, I enjoy talking to those folks. I always respected those folks, but I've gained an even deeper appreciation for what they do because now I'm lighting director. I am audio guy. I am sound, I am set director. I am makeup person. I am wardrobe. So literally, I think my pregame ritual is like about an hour or so. I, I you know, I'll go grab a, a snack. Uh, I'll get some water. I'll put on a new shirt uh, and and put a little bit of powder on my face. And you know, then they dial me up on Skype, and, and we're we're ready to go. Um, I, I will say that until maybe three weeks ago, uh, I think I had done every every show in like you know shorts and and barefoot. <laughs> now that, now that the temperature in Southern California has dipped below seventy, uh, I wear socks and sweats. Uh, but that's, that's kind of the big difference between say now and like back to like August or something. So let me, I got a couple more for you. So sure. uh, and it, 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 we're having fun here. So of course, pre COVID, right. Mm -hmm. Tell me, uh, can you explain, you know, one of maybe one of your most memorable times interacting with a fan, because I, I'm, I'm sure you get. You know, I'm pretty sure you get a bunch of uh, fantasy questions, but I mean, can you explain one? Yeah, you know, it's funny. Yeah, I do. I mean, like certainly on social media, you get a lot of questions and people asking you stuff all the time. Um, I think what is weird to me, and it, it doesn't happen often, but every once in a while I'll be out and someone who watches this show will sort of come up to me and ask me, you know, a question, usually about their, uh, you know, usually about their lineup or what have you, um, you know, and it's always... I would say one day, I, was, I think I was walking down the street. I think I was coming home from like the movies or something. I was just walking down the street and this guy in a pickup truck like slowly pulls up. And you know, like it's a little bit disconcerting, right? When you're just walking and somebody just creeps up on you slowly from behind, like you kind of get a little bit nervous. Like what's going on, <laughs> um, right? And this dude pulls over and he rolls down his window and he's like, hey, you're on that, that fantasy show, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, cool. I watch you all the time. I'm like, hey, thanks. I appreciate you watching. And, and then he like kind of starts to drive off and then he stops. And I'm like, uh-oh, what's up? And he's like, hey, man, since you're right here, um, should I start Marquise Brown this weekend? <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I was like, eh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, you know, um, so that was fun. I did, I did want to say this, maybe one of the best experiences, I, you know, uh, like sort of humble brag. I ended up getting free dessert at a restaurant because of it. Um, 
I, I was having dinner with a buddy of mine and, uh, and this guy comes up and, and recognizes me and he's like, hey, you know, I, I watch your show. He's like, hey, look, you know, I, I know you're eating dinner. It, it, this was the, uh, his, this guy was the manager and he's like, his dad owned the restaurant. And he's like, you know, I know you're eating dinner. I hate to bother you, but he's like, I got to make the playoffs, man. Can you like, just look at my lineup real quick? <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, sure. Whatever. So I look at his phone and like, you know, I made like one or two changes or whatever. He's like, dude, I totally appreciate it. And like 10 minutes later, he came back with free dessert. So I'm like, that was totally worth it. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so stuff like that is cool. And, and I will say this, um, I, I know, you know, Twitter at times can be a really nasty sort of ugly place. I, I will say that my experience has been pretty good. And, and I would say about 95% of the people uh, that, that I interact with are genuinely good, nice people who just, you know, just people who just want to play fantasy football and they just want to kind of get smarter about it. So uh, I do feel fortunate. I know a lot of people kind of, you know, catch a lot of hell on there, but uh, generally speaking, the, the folks I interact with are, are usually good people. So it's so awesome to hear one more and, yeah, and, and, and we're done for, we're done with me. Uh, so, you know, like, you know, so Kendall mentioned, we have a fantasy team, so we do have a fantasy team and, um, and I, I feel that they do a phenomenal job as far as their coverage and whatnot. So for the youth, right. Especially, you know, seeing your, your show, you know, well, the show that you're on and, and everybody and everybody that's on there, I mean, it's just one of those shows that you cannot miss. Is a not you cannot miss this show. So, if there's any advice that you could give to somebody that is aspiring to be exactly in your shoes, mm-hmm. is there any advice that you can share with our audience and with our team? I mean, I would say one: keep doing what you're doing. First of all, um, I the one thing that is different now versus, you know, even five years ago is the fact that there are so many more ways to kind of get your work out there. Um, You know, you've got blogs, you can write for different places, you can do podcasts, you can do, you know, now that video has become such a bigger thing, that's an opportunity here too. Um, And so that was sort of different. I mean, look, I am uh, you know, I, I remember being old enough, like when I graduated from college, you know, we didn't have, the, the internet wasn't quite as big as it is now. Like, you know, we, we sort of had email um, and, and you, you know, I mean, I was still, when I graduated from college, we were still doing dial up for internet. Right. I mean, like it was still, you know, it, it would take you, it would take you 10 minutes to download a song off of like, you know, Napster or LimeWire or yeah. something like that. And then, and if it turned out it was the wrong song and you were just like heated for the rest of the night. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, YouTube was not a thing and, and, you know, social media was not a thing. And I, I, I always advocate for folks to take advantage of that. I mean, one, because it is a chance to sort of get your work out there in front of other people. But the other part of it is it allows you to sort of practice and get your reps and make your mistakes. Um, you know, it used to be that in order to get on air, you had to get a job on air, in which case you were expected to sort of be a professional and be ready. And, you know, if you made a mistake, you were going to hear about it from a lot of people. I mean, nowadays you can go and now that, you know, Twitter is trying to look more like Instagram, which is trying to look more like Snapchat, you know, whatever you can do a a fleet or you can do an an IG story. Um, And even you have like a a hot take that ends up being kind of stupid and terribly wrong. Like 
it's gone in 24 hours. Like it's just gone, but it is a chance still for you to kind of practice your craft and work on that sort of thing. So I, I certainly advocate people just, just working on it and putting that stuff out there and getting as many reps as possible because you can do it for free or, or next to nothing at this point. The other thing I say, and, and this applies not just to this, but literally I feel like anything in life you want to do Find the people that you think are good at the thing that you want to do. And for lack of a better term, steal from them, you know, just, just look at what they do and, and find the things that, that you like about them, whether it is, you know, their style or their manner of speaking or, or, you know, just the way they, you know, whatever they, whatever they wear, whatever it is about them that, that you gravitate toward, take that thing and then try to make it your own. Um, because I think that's, that's the other part of it is because there are so many people that want to do this, whether it's fantasy or just sports broadcasting or what have you. There's so many people that want to do this. Um, you have to find a way to sort of stand out. And the best way to do that is just by doing what feels natural to you. So it, it is sort of, it's sort of, you know, it's like cooking, right? You take somebody else's recipe and then you add your own little flavor to it a little bit. You know, you add your own little spices, your own little, you know, seasonings to it and you make it your own. And I think that sort of applies in, in this area too. So just, just, just keep working at it and just keep trying to figure out a way to do things that you feel come natural and are comfortable to you. Uh, and at some point, you know, you will find that rhythm and you'll find, I think, that opportunity uh, that, that you're kind of looking for. Awesome. Thank you so much, Marcus. Dude, no problem. All right, Marcus. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. A uh, quick question before I let you go. Tom Brady, he's had, you know, good games. He's had bad games. This Monday night, he plays against the Rams. They have a pretty good defense. What should I do? Should I bench him or should I start him? I would probably avoid Tom Brady this week. Um, you know, he's just funny. He sort of has been kind of what I thought he would be this year. I, I came into the season. I think I had him ranked at like, quarterback 11 or 12 somewhere around there so I'm like he's kind of a fringe QB one in a lot of leagues and I think you know he's going to be kind of a matchup based guy when the matchup is great uh he has done really well when it's not so great he's been just okay I think the only time you know last week against Carolina on paper it wasn't a good matchup and then he just kind of blew up but I think I think a lot of that had to do with him looking so bad against the Saints the week before like honestly I feel like if I was the Panthers and I watched that Monday night game against the the Saints I'm like come on Right on the pants. I'm like, come on, like this, because you just knew that Brady was going to come in hot, and right. he did. But but this is not a good matchup this week. So if you can avoid him, I probably would. I mean, there are guys out there. Look, I, you know, if you want to try Tua uh, as a streamer against the Broncos this week, Jameis streaming against the Falcons this week. Um, I mean, I think there are a lot of other good options there that you can sort of pivot to and get away from Tom Brady. All right, Marcus. Well, thank you so much for your time, and we hope to talk to you down the road. Hey, appreciate it. You guys take care. Be good. Thank you, too. It is that time of the week. Week 11 in the NFL. Let's give you our picks. Starting off, Thursday Night Football, Arizona Cardinals at the Seattle Seahawks. I'm going Cardinals. Yeah, give me the Cardinals. They're red hot right now. And I'm going to go with Seattle. Cincinnati at Washington. Washington. (laughs) I'm going to go Washington. 
Yeah, I'm going to go with Washington as well. Hey, I like uh, Alex Smith's play. I mean, to come back from that, you know, horrendous injury and the way he's doing right now. So Great story. Great story. Yes, yeah, so, so I'm going to go with the Washington football team. Atlanta Falcons at the New Orleans Saints. I'm going to Falcons in a, in a shootout. I'm going Saints. I'm going to go with Saints as well. And Jameis Winston will be at the helm at quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. But I would not be surprised that the Atlanta Falcons do go in New Orleans and get the W. Pittsburgh at Jacksonville. Pittsburgh. Give me the Steelers. Yeah, I don't, think we have to, I don't think we have to think about this one too much. I'm going to go with Pittsburgh as well. New England at Houston. Patriots, Patriots, Patriots. <laughs> go ahead and give me the Patriots. I'm going to go with the Patriots as well, and I think that offense gets back on track. Philadelphia Eagles at the Cleveland Browns. Man, I've been thinking about this game all day. I'm going to go with Cleveland. Yeah, it's just an ugly game overall, but I'm going to go with the Eagles. Oh, man. This game, (laughs) either way, right? Uh, But I'm going to go with the Browns as well. Detroit at Carolina. Detroit. Hmm. Yeah. Anytime you go against the Lions, they're, 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 <laughs> they'll sneak up on you. So give me give me Detroit. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey's out. And then also, I think Teddy Bridgewater might be out. So we might see P.J. Walker's first start in the NFL. But with that being said, I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions. Tennessee Titans at the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens and they get revenge from last year's playoff loss. Yeah, I've lost I've I've lost all faith in both these teams, but kidding. Go ahead and give me the uh, give me the Ravens. I'm gonna go with the Titans. New York Jets at the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers, can y'all please finish? Just finish, please. If you can't finish against the Jets, you got problems. Could this be the first win? Uh, no, Justin Herbert got a haircut. I don't know if you guys saw today, so I think uh, that haircut's going to help him elevate his game even more. And I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Chargers and Justin Herbert gets his second win in the NFL. Miami Dolphins at the Denver Broncos. Sneaky game, but I'm going with Miami. Not a sneaky game. The Dolphins are going to win. They're going to dominate. That defense is playing lights out, and Tua is starting to get his confidence. Yeah, and I think we're going to see another big game from Tua. I really do. Uh, did you guys see the Denver and Raiders game last week? Oh, my goodness. Denver is not good at all. <laughs> and problems at the quarterback position. So, yeah, I'm going to go think, Dolphins. Yeah, like, like you said, I think Drew Locke may miss this week. Dallas Cowboys at the Minnesota Vikings. Another sneaky game. Cowboys coming off a bye. They're still they're court. They're still in the race for MCEs. But I'm gonna go with the Vikings on a short week. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Vikings. That's too that's too much fire firepower. Um, I believe Trevon Diggs is done done for the season with a foot injury. And I mean, you can't cover if you can't cover Thielen. Oh my gosh, Justin Jefferson's gonna have his league. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Minnesota Vikings. And Dalvin Cook has another uh, hundred yard uh, rushing game. Green Bay Packers at the Indianapolis Colts. 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Green Bay. The Colts have had some extra time off because they played last Thursday night against Tennessee. But I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay. Well, they're coming off with losses, right? Uh, No. Green Bay beat no. Jacksonville. That's right. Yeah. Give me the Packers. And I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers as well. Sunday night football. Kansas City Chiefs at the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, report came out earlier today that eight Raiders defensive players have been placed on the COVID-19 list, which is a tremendous blow to this Raiders team that was starting to get hot. The, the Chiefs are coming off a bye. Andy Reid does not really lose to come off a bye. The, and this, I'm going to talk about this Sunday. Chiefs are going to steamroll the Las Vegas. They're, you don't, you don't, you don't beat the, you don't beat this team. And, and these are the Super Champions. You don't beat them and then parlay and do a victory lap around the stadium. I'm hoping, and I know they're, they're going to steamroll the Raiders. I'm going 31 to 13 Chiefs. Sammy Watkins is back. A big game for Sammy Watkins. Well, look, I counted them out the first time. Raiders won. Uh, but I do think that this time the Chiefs are going to come back and they're going to win this one. Well, look, it all depends who's going to play on Sunday. I mean, if Jonathan Abrams out, I mean, he's one of the players that's on that list again. Um, it's going to be it's going to be tough for the Raiders to win this game. But with that being said, I'm going to stick with the Las Vegas Raiders and they'll upset again the Kansas City Chiefs. Look, and this Paul Bust thing, I think people are just talking. They're making a bigger deal of, of that than what it really is. So, but I do understand Andy Andy Reid is great coming out the bye week. So, um, would not be surprised if the Chiefs did go in Las Vegas and get the W. But I'm going to go with the Raiders. Monday Night Football: Los Angeles Rams at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Could this be the game? Well, the Chiefs and Rays might be the game of the week. You know, you got Tennessee and Baltimore. It's a good. It's a this game. This week is is a much better than last week. Yep. <sighs> They're at Tampa Bay. Jalen Ramsey. Uh, uh, dang, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay. Yeah, I don't trust Tampa Bay. I'm not going Tampa Bay. And I don't trust the Rams, so I am gonna go with the Buccaneers to win on Monday Night Football. And those are going to wrap up our picks for week 11 in the NFL. And that's going to go ahead and wrap it up for this edition of the East West Football Podcast. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Electric acid.